There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network. For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first of the season show for Triple M Sports Show Nationwide Edition. And again, if you have a better name, um, definitely tweet us. I'm, for whatever reason, I can't come up with a better name. But uh, if you if you have some good ideas, definitely tweet us out uh, what we should rebrand this show's name as. Uh, again, it's hosted by none other than Aaron Lynch Kelly and your jack of all trades, El Jefe Loco. And we're getting ready to get PG thirteen in this. <laughs> and if you listen to the college edition of Triple M Sports Show, where we focus on West Virginia State University football, it's going to be like that. Or excuse me, West Virginia State University athletics. Um, and if you listen to it, it's it's going to be in in the same realm as that. But what we can most likely, if you listen to us last year, last season, same concept. Um, we just broke the shows up. One we have a national show, and one we have a college show. So that's the only difference. Um, you're, we're still going to be bringing you sports, uh, entertainment, any basically anything that we can come across that we can vaguely tie into sports. And sometimes, some days we won't even have uh, sports on the show. More than likely, uh, we're going to still try to get interviews. As what did you just pick up with that pencil? Like a stink bug? Yeah, a dead stink bug. So that's that's sweet. Um, <laughs> but let's. You would, know, you, would you expect any less from me? Um, let's go ahead and, and get the show started. It's it's been a while since we've recorded. Originally, we had planned to record back in June this show, and you know, uh, my job burnt down, and like I just wasn't ever the on campus. The whole world crumbled. It did. Like everything we had planned for the summer just fell through, pretty much. And then and then Walmart wanted to to screw me over on several things. Yeah. So it it was a rough sem- and you know we're. This, you're talking. We're recording our first show in in August or October. Wish it. Nah, I don't wish it was August. I'm glad it's October. Yeah, I, I, it, it's that was too hot for me. I, it's finally like, starting to cool down. Yeah, I like it because I got my new state hoodie now, and I can just walk around with my state hoodie and be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Except for today. Today was a little hot. Little, and that's so weird about West Virginia. I don't, I, God, we always talk about weather. Um, <laughs> we're, we're like old men on this show. Like the the weather in West Virginia. Um, is is insane in the fall. It starts off it's it's chilly, it's like 50 degrees and then like and that's early in the morning and then later in the day it's it's hot as heck. It's like 80 degrees, 90 degrees. Yeah. So uh, it's I mean it's unprotect unpredictable, not unprotectable. Um but you know, we're going to model this show today uh in, in kind of like football, first down, for second down, third down, fourth down. Uh we're bringing four stories of the day. Uh we're also working on a couple new segments. For the show, and you know, just a lot of lot of moving pieces are going into the show as I try to find my show notes. There they are. Moving right along for first down. Ooh, yeah, it. yeah. First story on today's docket: 
bad radio man calls ESPN's Jessica Mendoza, and these are his words, not ours, tits McGee and gets suspended. Well, no dip. What's your take on this? I mean, first things first. This guy shout, looks like a loser. Shout out to Deadspin for the article. Um, and wait, what's your first wait, opinion wait, when you see wait, him? We've got a lot of articles from them. We really do. I, I, as you can tell, I'm a huge fan of the show. So free plug Friday to Deadspin. Yeah. Um, my first take is good reference because the, the the movie is awesome. But this guy, this guy, okay. The, if y'all get a chance, and I'm pretty sure we'll we'll tweet out a link. This guy is bald. He has the people's eyebrows. Yeah, his eyebrows are on fleek. Yeah, and he looks like he's on coke, honestly. He looks like every blowhard that's on the radio. If you look at those guys... Every, every guy that's been on the radio for 20 years and he's trying to make his break. Yeah, and, and that's all this guy did is, you know, he, he is a pretty successful radio um, man from Atlanta. The, the Atlanta Falcons, he works on the station that carries their games. So he is a pretty successful... Um, person in the business. That's Mike Bell is the is the guy in question we're talking about. Um, but yeah, you know he he was upset because one you know he not, maybe not upset but you know when the Yankees and Astros played he for whatever reason felt slighted that there was a woman going to be calling the games. Sexist. Yeah, very sexist. My opinion is this: if she is in the in the woman in question is Jessica Mendoza. She is a highly decorated softball player from the college ranks and also has a gold medal from playing for the national team. So yeah. she is very capable of, of being a caller commentator. And beating this guy up. Yeah, and probably beating this guy up, um, you know, of, of calling these games. And, you know, it's not like it's her first game either. She's called games for the College World Series for both women and men. She's filled in on baseball tonight. She, you know, she's called regular season bas- uh, baseball games when Kurt Schilling makes <laughs> stupid comments on the air and gets gets suspended. And so, you know, now she made postseason history as being the first woman to call a game. And um, I'll let El Jefe read uh, what what Mike Bell tweeted out about um, his what? opinion. Just read that first tweet right there. The first one? Okay. Mike Bell. This, this is at Mike Bell 929 if y'all want to follow him. Free plug because he's an <laughs> idiot. All right. Quote, really, a woman's softball slugger is guest analysis on the MLB wildcard game. Once again, ESPN too freaking cute for their own good. End quote. And my thing is this. Like, it again, she's a very qualified woman. It's not like they just brought in, you know, some pretty face off the street and was like, oh, you're a cute local weather woman. Why don't you come try your hand at, at baseball? You can't be too bad. You know. You can't You can't be too bad. You just got a little eye candy. You got the guy with the comb over and everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's my thing. She, again, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but. She has the experience, whether it's from playing or from commentary, that she is more than capable of taking taking over the duties. She's done it before, so why not allow it to happen now? If she isn't good at it, if if a female is good enough to get on the radio and to get on the TV and do that, because not everybody can do it. A lot of people think it's a lot easier than what it really is to get out no. there and talk. It's difficult, like, and you get nervous no matter how long you've do, you've been doing it's, it. It's happened to both of us. Yeah, and so you know, for her, I think you know. Whether you're a female or a male, your sex shouldn't determine what kind of jobs you're able to get. And sports, and for whatever reason, in sports journalism, it's a male-dominated world. And you know, we're, we're in 2015, guys. It, well, and you know, they're they are making women are making strides in in the field. They are breaking through the barriers. Um, but I think what really hurt them is in the beginning, ESPN would just put the cute, the pretty faces on the TV that really didn't know what they're talking about. 
Aaron Andrews. That, yeah, that were just on there because they were they were a pretty face. Because, you know, they know, hey, who's watching this? It's going to be guys. Well, guys like pretty girls in sports, so we'll combine the two, and it'll be, all, it'll be a win-win. Look at Hooters. That's their business motto. Guys like wings, beer, sports, I, and short shorts. I'm going to go to Hooters, all right? <laughs> all right. And I am going to... Be, I, I'm going to go there. I just I'm see the wheels turning. Yeah, yeah. You can see the steam coming out of my ears. I'm going to apply for a job as a waiter. As a waiter. You know they they don't they can't hire you? Like, it's in there. And I'm going to tell them it's sexist. Well, it's in their thing because there's been guys that have tried to be hired at, at Hooters before, and it, they're allowed to to discriminate for whatever loophole it, they are allowed to. So you're telling me they're allowed to discriminate against my husky, hairy manliness. <laughs> they are. Because I want to be a waiter. They are. Well, I don't want to be a busboy. I like. I'm a people person. Yeah, you would definitely cool. not. They they wouldn't. They they wouldn't hire you. And also, where we uh, we're based in West Virginia, West Virginia is a um, right to refusal, right to work state. So you can be fired for any amount of reason. Just they don't like you, and they don't have to give you a reason. Just, they can just, just fire you. Just for farting wrong. Yeah, and so you know, it's it's one thing. I'm looking at, my, at myself in the window, and my beard is looking pretty nice. I, I'm enjoying this beard. I like it. You, you, you're getting a head start at No Shave November. I am. This is my playoff beard. This is for West Virginia State Athletics. Just any team, playoff beard. I'm just not going to shave it. That's what, at least what I'm telling my girlfriend. Um, but, you know, again, getting back on subject, Mendoza is good at her job. She has the respect of her um, of, of fellow analysis, analysts, and she has the experience. So... I think good for her. Shame on you, uh, Mike Bell, for for you know taking a, a great scene from Anchorman and, and turning it into this. Um, you know, and then he goes on to talk about he he sent out another tweet. Yes, tell us, Tits McGee, when you're up there hitting the softball, do you see a lot of 95 mile per hour uh, cutters? And again, you know, it is a different sport, but I guarantee you there's a lot of baseball players who can't hit um, the way uh, softball players are, the ball's thrown at them. I would be scared to death to, to play softball against you know a, a professional softball pitcher, even a college softball pitcher. Purdue burnt him on this one. They tweeted out, a woman made history tonight calling an MLB playoff game for ESPN. This is what an Atlanta radio guy thought of it. And my thing is, is it really comes off, whether he was trying to be tongue-in-cheek or trying to be cute, or maybe he's this over-the-top, you know, wild, zany, you know, broadcaster, and he's, this is just his character that he's built for himself. But really what it comes off as, as you're, you're a male chauvinist, and, and you're scared for your job's sake. You know, you're like, well, you know, hey, if, if she's having success on ESPN, that'll trickle down to my local affiliate to where I'm, you know, I've been, and I'm hypothetically speaking here, but, you know, I think you should put the best people out there, whether they're male, female, shouldn't matter. Yeah. And um, the Atlanta Falcons tweeted out, embarrassed by Mike Bell's comments, given he's on our flagship station, inappropriate and disappointing. And, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And and he got a two-week suspension for it. And I think, um, you know, that's way more of a slap on the wrist. Or that's way more critical than, than what Cal and Cowherd said when he worked for ESPN and eventually got fired of his over his racist comments. So it's good to see that, you know, Somebody is at least holding Mike Bell a little bit of accountable, even if it's just a two-week suspension. Uh, moving on now to second down. The second story of the day takes place. A um, little backstory. It's between Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher. And it's kind of like a weird love triangle. And yeah. also uh, Gloria Gavon. 
and sorry, Gloria, if I butchered your last name. Um, but what it comes down to is, I'm going to borrow a little bit of wisdom from Land of the Lost, the great Will Ferrell movie. It's a Will Ferrell episode. Yeah. Um, Land of the Lost, highly underrated movie. I suggest. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, you're gonna. We're gonna change that. You're gonna borrow this DVD I have of it. Well, then you're gonna watch Dragon Ball Z. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, but I'm like I said, I'm gonna borrow some wisdom from the Land of the Lost and add another life rule to my list. Never trust a man in a tunic. Number one. Little rule I live by. Never trust a dude in a tunic. You live by that rule. Yes. It's never led me astray. And also, don't mess around with a friend slash teammate's ex. You know, obviously, that's a golden rule. Like, guys, I think, should have that rule down, Pat. Like, you know, they say bros before hoes. Like, you know, that's yeah. that's something that every guy knows. Like, even if you don't practice, like, even if you don't necessarily agree with the terminology, most guys know that the quickest way to break up a friendship is to mess around with each other's exes or current girlfriends yeah, or fiancés. And it states it. It's even in the show Guy Codes, which is on MTV, that Suddenlink doesn't get any more anymore. <laughs> I, I butchered that one, too. Butchered my own words. But they said, you know, give it a good year. Good mm-hmm. year or two after they break up. Then you can start. Well, if you're going by that, then then Derek Fisher is A-OK. Because Matt Barnes divorced this lady. They were married. They had a house. And they have a son together. Um, but Matt Barnes, they split up in September of 2014. So you're talking, you know, a year and a month. But, um... Uh, a marriage is different. Yeah. That's a good, you gotta give a good five years. <laughs> good five years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes, they were teammates. I've yeah. never liked Matt Barnes. He just strikes me as somebody who's who's not all there in the head and just somebody who's who's got a few loose wires. Um, and, and maybe that's because he played for the Lakers for so long. That's why I just really don't have a, a very good taste for him with me being a huge Nuggets fan. Um, but, you know, they got into a fight. What happened was Barnes now plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. And Derek Fisher, his ex-teammate, is the coach for the New York Knicks. Well, Fisher is dating or is seeing Gloria Gavon, who claimed to fame as being Matt Barnes' ex, but also being on Basketball, basketball Wives LA. Have you ever watched any of those Basketball Wives? Uh-uh. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of like those reality TV shows like that. Now, I'll watch Survivor and, and stuff like that. But I watch Redneck Island from time to time. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, that that's pretty entertaining. And then Broken Skull Ranch. But not a big Basketball Wives? No, no. Kardashians? I, you don't keep yeah, up with the Kardashians? I, I do from time to time. <laughs> I do like to get in my Snuggie and get my little poodle that I've named Fufu and get my... Fifi and Fufu? Fifi and Fufu. All right. And just sit there and eat my Dove chocolate watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Dove chocolate is pretty good. Yeah. Don't be, don't be throwing shade at Dove chocolate. It's it's legitimately good chocolate. I don't know why I just stumbled over those words. You, you just you, you just defended Dove chocolate on I a, did on by a that, sports show. That poor... Uh, hey, it's good chocolate. I'll I put Dove chocolate up against any chocolate in the world. Snickers. Well, that's not the same thing. That's a candy bar and a piece of chocolate. I, I'm just saying. Of course, a candy bar is going to be better than, than yeah. a chocolate drop. Yeah. But... Exactly. That's my argument. But anyway, Derek Fisher was in town. Uh, he was having a nice little family backyard bonfire with Gloria Gavon and a whole bunch of family and friends. And Matt Barnes, crazy Matt Barnes, was in Santa... Santa Cruz? No, where was he at? He was 95 miles away from L.A. He was in Santa Barbara for training camp with the Grizzlies. Uh, he then drove to his ex-wife's house after learning that Fisher and Govan were hosting a backyard bonfire with friends and family. 
Fisher appeared to suffer no real injuries after the scuffle, but did miss practice the next day after for personal reasons. So obviously they did get into a little fight. Um, one eyewitness said it started in the backyard, then went to the kitchen, then went to the front room, to the front porch. So it moved throughout the house. It was one of those, you know, rolling fights. Yeah. Um, to be honest, though, part of me thinks that this might be just a publicity stunt for Basketball Wives LA. You know, I'm not sure if they're shooting right now, but... If it, they are. If they are, I'm sure that this was caught on camera. But think about it this way. Derek Fisher is a lot smaller than Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is a known scrapper, a known fighter. Derek Fisher's not. He's a pretty boy. Um... Matt Barnes, this is his ex-wife, so you would have to imagine he'd have a little bit more fire in him than somebody who's just now started dating this lady. Also, children are involved. They have a kid together, so usually guys will get a little bit more macho and bravado and up their attack when that happens. Um, And for, for, uh, for this to have happened in the backyard and roll all the way to the front of the house and for Derek Fisher to only walk away with scratches... I think that's kind of highly questionable. I think again, it's you know, it it. I think it was scripted. Maybe not like totally scripted, but I think that was a little encouraged. It, because reality TV, it's if it's just a whole bunch of people getting along together, people aren't gonna watch it. You gotta have controversy. You gotta have controversy. You gotta have scandals. You gotta have chaos. Heat. Yeah, and that would be great, and that'd be a huge seller right there. But again, you know, if it's if it's real, um, I know the NBA is looking into it to see about you know pressing charges and stuff like that, but uh, to me, it, it smells a little fishy. Yeah. And usually, if it smells fishy, it is fishy. It smells like a McDonald's fish sandwich. <laughs> Gonna go to uh, another smelly story for third down, but smelly for a different reason. Smelly in a disgusting way. Yeah, um, you know, amateur MMA cage fighting has been sweeping the nation by storm for the past ten years. And now it is finally legalized in West Virginia thanks to Senate Bill 436, which passed earlier this year. Thanks to popular events like the UFC pay-per-views and reality TV show, the Ultimate Fighter has only helped to pour gasoline on the fire. The first amateur MMA event in West Virginia state history took place on September 19th, and Ruckus in the Cage featured everything from typical bikini ring girl contests, lots of local promising talent, women's fights, and even a title bout. The most recent event took place over the weekend in Beckley, West Virginia, which featured a heavyweight matchup between the mountains of men, by two mountains of men, Daniel Cooper and Travis Wolford. The fight was one that will be remembered for all of the wrong reasons. Daniel Cooper would eventually win the bout via a guillotine, but what followed is truly more memorable. I'm going to go ahead and pause right here and I'll, I'll insert something, um, but I would like you to see this video and then then we'll come back and we'll we'll finish this this little part up so we're gonna take a quick break <laughs> i just went doo-doo on myself in front of everybody and i mean it's it's pretty noticeable it's not like something you can hide from either. it's not runny no it's like straight up beans and i'll tell you why i will tell you why um you know travis wolford who local fans have affectionately given the nickname of the brown bomber <laughs> obvious reasons. Had possibly the worst pre-match meal of all time. What do you think he ate? Just judging by what happened in the ring. Well, you know, she got a pretty good zoom in on I'm going to say a big bean burrito. You'd be close. It has beans in it. He um, attended a local event called Chili Night. He ate chili. He ate hot chili before the match. Um, he ate hot chili from a local chili cook-off. And during the bout, Wolford lost control of his bowels all over the mat. 
In this bout, it's hard to tell who took the biggest beating, Wolford or the ring. He went doo-doo! <laughs> Wolford has stated that he plans on returning to the ring for the ruckus in the cage on November 13th in Summersville, West Virginia, to prove that the voided bows was just an accident. No word yet on who he will face. I don't know if anybody that would want to face him. Well, like, you this, know, guy, Sid, this guy's going to drop a deuce on me. Sid Vicious used to do that in WCW. Yeah. He would he would crap himself. <laughs> so when people would go to put him in power drivers or anything like that, they would get a whiff of his beef. And <laughs> literally, it, and it would be you know he, they Sid Vicious was a really disgusting man. But I kind of feel really terrible for this guy. Like that could happen to anyone, obviously. But you know, not only did he get beat. But he literally crapped himself and and did there's, that. There's literal feces in the ring. Yeah, in the ring. He's And he's not only got a... The ring is in the middle of an arena. He It's not like just one of those where he can just make a quick escape. He's got to walk out the, out the gate. He's got to, um, you know, bypass the ring girls, bypass the VIP seats, and then walk up a ramp. It's not a quick exit for him. And you could tell instantly he knew something was wrong. Because you flip him over in the guillotine, you can see the stains on his shorts... And when he stood up to walk, he had that kind of like the little janky leg walk, like, oh, God, what's in my shorts type deal. <laughs> like, he's probably got just a big ball of beans in his shorts. Yeah, it's, and it's just waving it's back. Disgusting. Like, <laughs> it is disgusting. I love the ref's face. Did you see the ref? And he, he saw, he walked over there, and he's like, oh, what the heck is that? I'm no thank you. <laughs> no, there is doo-doo in this ring. And, I mean, usually UFC fights, they get bloody. There's sweat. There might be a little There's never throw up. But, yeah, I don't, I can't remember any um, any fecal matter fights. Fecal fights. Um, but, yeah, if you haven't seen the video, we're going to make sure we tweet this video out. Because, and it's real short, and, you know, I hate to do it to the guy, but... I know that if if it happened to me or if it happened to anybody else, there would definitely be video evidence of it. And, uh, you know, who hasn't crapped theirself before, obviously? You know, we, we've all done it, but it just really sucks for this guy. <laughs> really sucks for this guy. Um, and moving he, on... He went doo-doo, man. He went straight doo-doo. <laughs> moving on <laughs> to the fourth and final down on the show today. Just imagine... What 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 the next fight? And bringing him in, the Brown Bomber. <laughs> I mean, that is a great name for a fighter for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting. Like if somebody was like, that sounds like a wrestling name. Like be like, oh, who's 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 fighting tonight? Oh, the Brown Bomber's taking on some guys. Why do they call him that? Um, well, he enjoys chili before his match, and uh, he can't did, handle it. Did, did you did you ever hear the the joke with Bill Ingvall? Um, no. You have no idea who Bill Ingvall is? No, I know who Bill Ingvall is. Okay. Well, he was sitting there talking, and he said that there was a captain on a ship, mm-hmm. and his, 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 one of his mates, who was up in the crow's nest, went, Captain, ten ships on the horizon. He looks at his first mate, and he's like, bring me my red shirt. So after the battle and everything, and they win, they, they sell off, and the first mate asks him, he said, Captain, why are you wearing a red shirt? He's like, well, just in case if I get shot, the men will not see the blood, and they will keep fighting. It's like, that's awesome. Then, <laughs> you know where this is going. Then the, the, the mate, the, then the, <clears throat> the crew member up in the crow's nest says, Captain, a hundred ships on the horizon. And he looks at his first mate, bring me my brown pants. <laughs> in this instance, though, like, he had on black pants. 
So, I mean, you know, you would think if you're going to... It's same time! You would think if you're going to crap yourself, black pants would be the exceptional pant color to wear. At least he wasn't wearing white. You know, nothing like that. But, yeah, I, I'm guessing he was not wearing underwear underneath those basketball shorts. Or if he did, they just not they just were not ready for the, all the chili cook-off. <laughs> Uh, he was not ready for this. He wasn't ready. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, again, I feel really bad for, for this guy. But, you know, hey, you're doing it for yourself if you're eating chili before a UFC fight or MMA fight. You're you're really expecting, you know, you're 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 playing with not a full deck. <laughs> you're, like not you're, not saying not. You're, yeah. play, you're playing with a, you're you're playing with fire. Is what yeah, you're you really are. You're I mean literal fire. You fire. Fire. You know, you ate some hot chili before you're gonna go out there and do anything physical. You would eat hot chili and then go find a bathroom. I would think not not want to go out there and wrestle another two hundred pound grown man. Yeah. It, oh man. I, okay. Let's <laughs> move on. That, Let's get out of the doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo town. Uh, fourth down. Um, it has to do a lot. Uh, this is kind of a pop culture pop culture thing. Uh, it talks about Back to the Future. You know, we're getting ready to come up on a on the anniversary of that show. It, the movie came out November 22nd, 1989. And it was a great time to be alive on this day. The second film of Back to the Future trilogy hit theaters. And also something very shocking was realized on that fateful day. Robert... Zemeckis is a wizard or something else magical. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, because his predictions that are made in the film are surprisingly accurate for, you know, talking, that was predicted in 1989 for 2015 was when this, was when he was supposed to go back in time, or go forward in time till. The one with the least influence on the history of the world will be the one that we focus on first. Obviously, I mean, why would we not? True. Um, and, and it's the Chicago Cubs win the World Series in the movie in, in the year 2015. According to film, and after last night's decisive victory over the Pittsburgh Pirates, Many are believing the hype. Um, or, or, you know, what do you think about it? I believe it when I see it. You believe it when you see it? You believe yeah. the curse is still inactive? Yeah. I th- or I th- still I, active, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, because, you know, as to what some of y'all know, I, I am a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a Los Angeles Dodgers fan, so, you know, generally I do follow baseball. And, you know, the Cubs, they, I mean, they've really, they've came out, they've, they've shown this year that they are a totally different team. They played they, great last night. Yeah, you know, they, they shut, they shut out, they, they blanked. The Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates. And the Pirates have been hot this year, mm-hmm. too. You know, but just to where it was a wild card game, it, the, their chances of making it all the way to the World Series are, very, slim. Yeah, are very slim. But, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I really, like, I hate baseball. I'll be the first to admit it. My happiest day is when baseball season is over. Baseball won't be on my TV. It'll just be football and basketball and hockey and anything else I can find. That's but I hate baseball. Um but you know that being said, there wasn't a lot on TV last night, so I watched I watched the Cubs game. Um, but really impressed with the guys. You know, it, again, like you said, I really, but I really do enjoy the one game playoff series that that they have. Um, I think it it adds excitement to a to a stale pastime. Um, but also, there is another thing that could be f- trying to reverse the curse here. Uh, do you, are you a fan of competitive eating? Do you follow? No. No? No, no. Okay, well. Especially not after the last story. Not after the last story. You're not very hungry. Yeah. Uh, Takiro Kobayashi, you know, the the Nathan's Hot Dog champion. Yeah. Well, he took to reversing the curse in his own unique way and doing what he does best, eating. What do you think you would eat to, to right the ship that, that curse is a 100-year-old curse? What would you think you'd have to eat? Or what do you think you would eat to, to try to make amends? I don't know. That's a tough question. I can tell you what he thought he should eat. 40 pounds of goat. 
So he ate 40 pounds of goat meat. Um, Continue. To, to reverse the curse. And so if it if it's switched, if the curse is broken, I think they're going to have to put up a Kobayashi statue out in front of uh, Wrigley Park with him just chowing down on a goat carcass. I don't even know like if they just like butchered a whole goat or if they just... I don't even know how let goat go, meat comes. Let, let, let him go in a wild and just... Like, I mean, I know how hamburger and stuff comes. You know, you get hamburger and then you get steak and stuff like that. I don't know if there's, like, that variety when it comes to goat meat. I'm not an aficionado well, of goat meat. They, pro- they probably just cut it up in steaks. Goat meat steak. I don't... I wonder how that would taste. Like pork chops. You think? I would say so. I've, it, I've, I've heard I've heard that goat meat If you know like. what goat meat tastes like, definitely reach out to the show because I'm, I'm amazed. I've had goat milk. I enjoy goat milk cheese. It's quite good. I've I've heard that it tastes like pork chop, and it's got the same texture as pork chop. I mean, that would make sense. They're kind of similar to a pig, a little bit. So lamb chops, yeah, lamb chops. That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, that makes even more sense then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I I I I haven't. You you get your farm animals mixed up. No, I'm I'm just really (laughs) hungry right now, and I really just want some pork. You want some chili? Some pork chops and chili. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I just about vomited in my mouth. (laughs) No, really. Oh, I okay, yeah. Um, but you know there are a lot of other predictions that were made in this film, and we're gonna go looking back now at some of the some of the um, predictions that were made as a video plays in the background. Um, but you know, and, and there are some that that they got right, and there are some that are are close, and some that uh, I don't think were close to at all. And um, you know, obviously, first things first, hoverboards. I would I would ride a hoverboard. Like I think the closest thing we are to right now to a hoverboard are those wheel things that um, I think a couple people have them around. Obviously, a couple people riding around town and them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what they're called, but they're pretty cool looking. Yeah, I seen uh, I seen somebody today on campus riding around on one. I wanted to ask them what it was called, but I know I see them all the time at my um, at at the fields for, like, Little League football and stuff. I see a lot of kids riding them around. But, you know, they're looking at hoverboards, and back in 2014, Silicon Valley um, started up Hindo, claimed to have built a real hoverboard, and invited Tony Hawk to try it out and began a Kickstarter campaign to help with the funding. So, apparently, they're real close to getting it done. Um, now, obviously, it's got to run on its own track that they've specifically built, and it's not marty mcfly style have you seen the back to the future yeah, movies? Yeah, okay all right okay, yeah, i wanted I, to make sure i wasn't just like i'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, i tell people this all the time just because i'm i was born in 95 yes i am that young does not mean i don't know about other things like mm-hmm. you know i've had somebody well you don't even know what the challenger uh disaster was i was like yeah, of course i know what that is who who doesn't like I, I i look at stuff outside i'm not always keeping up with the kardashians all right <laughs> Just on the weekends when you've had a rough week. Yeah, when I've had a rough week, man, I just want to see Chloe, Kim, and Courtney. No Kylie? No Kylie. No Kylie. What are you, you probably like Caitlyn. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner. Eh. Should have spelled it with a K. To keep up with the Kardashians. To keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> now, now, now we have to spell it with a C, and, that, and it makes, a little, makes us look like we're illiterate. And if you don't understand what satire is, just... Turn this off. <laughs> but um, you know, the hoverboard that they're close to fixing again, it's it's one that has to be driven or rode or whatever you would say on, about a hoverboard um, on a little track. So it's it's not all the way there to the Marty McFly age. I would ride a hoverboard if I wasn't so awkward. I think I think I'd look extremely goofy on a hoverboard. Um, 
Also, like I'm not I'm, I'm not a huge skateboarder. I, I I can't. I tried it when I was younger. Were you good at it? No. No. Probably years have probably not been kind either to no. to skateboarding athleticism. I know they haven't for me. Um, scooter? Heck yeah, I'm your man. I'm good would, at scooter. Oh yeah, I would, dude. I would ride a scooter for hours. The razors, yeah, jump off. I like the ones that shot up sparks. Yeah, you hit the brakes. Um, but yeah, hoverboard. It is close. Um, but I'm not sure how cool it would be. And I think I'm getting to the point where. I probably would look goofy. It'd just be like me in in skinny jeans. Wouldn't really look right. Um, so you know, it is close, but I think it's going to be beyond my time. Uh, multi-channel viewing in the movie McFly is seen watching six channels on one screen. Obviously, yes, that technology exists. The Red Zone Channel is proof of that. Yeah, you know, and thank God it exists. I mean, it makes fan- I mean fantasy football. Um, you know, I'm so thankful that that was invented. Because it makes watching football so much easier. Like, you know, if you're a fan of the of a team that's struggling, like both of us are. We're Ravens and Colts fans. Both of us are struggling have struggling teams right now, and we can watch any game in the league now and have a vested interest in it. Yeah. So I, I really like that. But multi channel viewing definitely a lot of foresight there by, by saying that that would happen. Um self lacing sneakers. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I've always wanted a pair of show, shoes like that. Um, mainly because I hate tying shoes. Yeah. Um, but that would be super cool. And and I know back in like 2011, they released the shoes, um, as like a prototype and auctioned off the, the shoes for a, uh, charity for Michael J. Fox's, um, Parkinson's charity. Uh-huh. Um, and, and they're supposedly working on the shoes and, and they should be here soon, but, uh, pretty stoked. I, w- I would wear them. What about you? Would you wear some self-tying shoes or would those be too close to Velcro? Yeah, that'd be a little too. Yeah, no. I, I like I like my skateboarding shoes, and I just I really only have to tie them once. Mm-hmm. That's and, me. I usually leave my shoes tied. And, yeah, I just I tie them right behind the tongue, and I'm, I'm and you're done. Yeah, I just slip them on, and slip them off. Now, now if somebody's if I got like a monster behind me and it's chasing after me, I'm screwed. You just go kick your shoes off and run barefoot. I wouldn't even do that. I just accept death. <laughs> death come quickly. Just just rip my head off. <laughs> just. Whoosh. But, I mean, while exactly that these shoes are closer to Velcro, but I think, again, it's a, I mean, they're they're cool looking, but it's one step closer to just being cool Velcro. And once you reach a certain age, Velcro shoes just aren't really, aren't really cool anymore. Uh, next story, I'll let you do this, because I'm doing a lot of talking, I'll let you do the next, the next invention. Fax machines. You know those things that you, that your grandparents always talk about sometimes, like, just fax them at the office. When the Denver Broncos, why they lost. Um, God, I always forget his name when we want to talk about him, and then I remember it like 12 o'clock later that day. Anyway, he plays for the Ravens now because of a fax machine staff. Elvis Dumerville. Ding, 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 ding. Elvis Dumerville. Mm-hmm. He's a, not a Denver Bronco anymore because of a fax machine snafu. So, yeah, sorry. Why not, why not just email him? I have no idea. Like, fax machines... Yes, they were important before the internet, before the invention of email. Yeah, they were huge. Now, not so much. I think they overshot it. Yeah. No, fax machines, they was good. It's like a record player. It was good at one time. Let's move on. (laughs) Shut up about it, Grandpa. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I have records. That's what I was going to say. There's a a big movement to bring vinyl back. We're surrounded by vinyl. Yeah. I didn't even know that you could still buy a record player. Oh yeah, they're they're coming back. Yeah, until I went to a record shop and I was like, oh my, holy crap, this is awesome. 
And you were just you were just shooting them down just then. Yeah, I was telling Grandpa, shut up. <laughs> shut up, I'm trying to listen to my vinyls. Back when the grass was greener and the sky was greener, we had vinyl, not this crappy digital. <laughs> we had tangible evidence, not what you have on your computer or computer whatever it is. <laughs> That's one thing I like. I love that we live in a digital age, but you know, my daughter has no idea like what a what a tape is, what a CD is. Like, I mean, and, and she's only she's gonna be seven. But I mean, it's just because what, we live in a, is, such a digital age. What does a tape, a, a, a cassette tape, and a pencil have in common? What? You, you have to turn it back, rewind <laughs> it. You, you ain't never done that. Oh yeah, I thought you were, like I thought you were gonna make a joke or something. Yeah, I've done that to, yeah, to yeah, put yeah, the tape back yeah, up in there. You, you put them in there, and you're just like, ah, ah, forget it. But yeah, no, I I mean I, I get what you're saying, but um, you know, and also think about this, you know. Back in, you know, our parents' age or, or our grandparents' age, definitely, you know, they when people took family trips, they took photo, they had photo albums on photo albums of photo albums of just family photos. And now those are all digital. It's those all are Facebook. on Those are all on Facebook. They're on MySpace, Facebook, whatever social media site you use, they're there. And, you know, that makes it kind of scary. Like, what? I mean, I know this is getting conspiracy theorists, but what happens if... We lose all electricity. You remind me an awful lot of Rick right now. <laughs> an awful lot. Because I've had conversations with him, and he keeps saying that there's lizard people. You know, I've heard that there are reptilian shapeshifters. I've been down that rabbit hole. It is, uh, I mean, you know. I'll go down that rabbit hole. I, it's not one I, I like to go into, but uh, I have heard about the r- lizard people. No. But, I mean, if you think about it, say, you know, well, or even not going conspiracy theorists, your computer breaks. All those photos that are on there are, are, are gone, yeah. potentially, versus, you know, if you had the hard, hard evidence. So there are pluses to, to being technologically advanced, Cloud but storage. also, yeah, but I mean, that's true. But do you do you back everything up in the cloud? No, because I don't. No, because you have to pay. <laughs> yeah, We're poor. It. We're poor college students. Exactly. Like, I, I, I could, that thumbtack right there on the windowsill, I could barely afford that. <laughs> Moving on, we have... Thumbprint payment, which is sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's, it really it's, it's is. Getting there. It's, it's getting there. You know, they're you know in the movie, it's used to unlock doors and to, and to buy things. Um, but you know, it, they. I don't like it. I. It makes it easier so your identity can't get stolen unless they just boost a database. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I carry cash. I hate not being. I hate being cashless. I usually always carry at least a hundred. Well, I try to anyway. Carry at least a hundred dollars worth of cash on me. I, I don't. You you go card. I have to go card. I I can't stand having cash. Really? Yeah. Hey, to me, it gets spent faster. It, that's true. Yeah. Because but my thing is, I feel like I spend money way faster on a card because it's, you don't think about it. You're not pulling out twenty dollars and spending all twenty. It's let me swipe the card out of sight, out of mind. Well, me, I'm I'm such a cheapskate that I I will be in the line. Do you freeze your credit cards in the in the ice chunks? Have you ever seen those, like where people put their uh, credit card in an ice chunk and they're like, oh, I can't use this? That would, oh my, man. No, you wouldn't no, do that. No, I would not do that. That's stupid. That's straight up stupidity at its best. That's at its finest. It keeps you from spending it. It keeps, yeah, it keeps you from spending it. But what if you have an emergency? You're sitting there for three hours, chiseling trying, away at your credit yeah, card. Chi- yeah, chiseling away like a like a daggone eye. Uh, caveman trying to get your credit card. Just walk right? out to and the... And then here comes Samuel Jackson. 
What's in your wallet? I don't know. It's in the ice box. It's in the freezer. Okay, Samuel. Oh, you, it's right there beside the hungry man. You just go up to the cat to this to the gas station trying to buy gas. Be like, oh, uh, hold on, here it is. Do you need the backside and flip your ice chip over and be like, there, there we go. It's my credit card. You got a hair dryer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more grittier than when I went to McDonald's um, up in Glenville. They have a basket meal, and it's uh, you get like. You get a couple of cheeseburgers and a big basket full of fries. Well, you used to be able to get cheese. You can still yeah. buy the cheese. And they used to heat it up for you. Well, I guess somebody got burnt or something. So they quit heating it up. And I was like, can I just sign something you guys heat it up? I don't care. Like, if I get burnt, that's me. I'm stupid for getting burnt on nacho cheese. Uh, and they're like, no, 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 we can't do it. So I went in. Me and my buddy got the smart idea. Hey, McDonald's has hand dryers in their bathroom. <laughs> so we're sitting there. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. We're sitting there trying to, to melt nacho cheese from mcdonald's underneath their hand dryers in the bathroom and we were in there for like 45 minutes trying to melt it it didn't work it didn't get hot enough so yeah that's my that's my proudest greatest moment i think i've ever had in my life i'm telling you 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 are i think you've been hanging out with rick you know he is he's an interesting fellow he, he, he definitely he, is i've ran into him a couple times down at the library <laughs> I, yeah. I mean i've been returning books and he's just always that weird miscreant just hanging out in the front and like looking sketchy as hell yeah I, for some reason, he's got a, he's got a thing for hating Scotty. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't get that either. He's he's got a real hate hatred for Scotty. Um, and I know, I mean, I, Scotty did call him out on on one of the mopcasts, and I was there. And that, I mean, I had talked. I mean, I know both of them, but uh, yeah, didn't know what the beef is about there. I, I I ain't got a clue either. But drone cameras, we we actually have one here. We're on, there. Yeah, we actually have one here on campus. What what's your opinion on drones? Do you think they're they're an invasion of privacy, or do you think they're a, a hindrance to safety? I don't like it. You don't like the drones? No. It's one more step to the machines taking over. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. Don't get me wrong; they're super cool. Then we'll have a T one hundred come out, fight them down, fight yeah. them out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they are cool. I would like to have a drone, um, but they are really expensive if you get a good one. Um, and, and you know, I don't, I don't know. I would, I don't trust myself. I'd probably lose it in a tree somewhere and have to go find it. But, I mean, you know, have you seen the, do you watch Modern Family? Yeah. Have you seen the Modern Family where the guy's flying a drone over top of the house and Phil's out there with Gloria, and they're in the pool, and the drone just keeps watching Gloria, <laughs> and Phil's out there trying to to knock it down with a, with a pool ladder, and, like, just all kinds of, I, I love Modern Family. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I just never, I'm the type of person that I watch it on Netflix, I can never forget, I can never remember what time it comes on, mm-hmm. anything. Um, then we have Mr. Fusion. Honestly, when I read this, I was thinking of Mr. Meeseeks. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. And if you don't know what that is, you need to go watch it. You need to go watch Rick and Morty. Hi, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. But, um, it says right here, in the original Back to the Future, the DeLorean famously required 1.2 gigawatts of power to actually uh, travel through time, something provided by only plutonium, or a bolt of lightning, but in 2015, Doc adds a gadget to the car called Mr. Fusion, which creates the same level of power with just a few scraps of garbage unless AutoZone has been holding out on us. Pimping out your ride with a tiny nuclear reactor is not currently an option. That would be cool. Um, maybe that's what we go to once gas runs out. Just just nuclear power? Just nuclear power. I mean, that would be scary because if... if <laughs> we got into a wreck. Yeah, that would, they just have to, like, we're in, seal off the whole town. Rear ends are not just going to be whiplash. <laughs> You're going to be completely annihilated. You can grow an extra arm. 
extra leg out of your head or something like that. Mila off of uh, Futurama. I love Futurama. I love Zoidberg. He's probably my favorite character. Bender. I like Bender, but again... Everybody likes Bender. Zoidberg is my favorite. Or the stabby robot. Yeah. I forget his name. I can... Or the gluttony robot. There's so many different robots. I, I mean, I love that show. I was I was super sad when it got canceled, then it came back. I'm not a big fan of their movies, though. Futurama's movies. I know that might catch me some flack with Futurama fans, but uh, I like the show better you than the movies. You know the writers for Futurama have, like, uh, there's, like, I think 26 writers, like, 14 of them have their PhD. It's a funny, I mean, it's a great show. I love it. Yeah, and they've, they've created a language on there three times. And the reason why they have to keep creating new languages is because the fans keep figuring out what the languages are. Hmm. It's supposed to just be like a, like an office joke between yeah. them, but the fans keep figuring it all I've out. I've never, I've never, I never knew that. That's, you need, you that's need, cool. The 107 facts about Rick and Morty that I showed you, they got one for Futurama. It's on there. Sweet. I'll have to I, check that out. Actually, no, it wasn't 107 facts. It was, uh, I'll, I'll show it to you after this. Right. I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but video call, of course, we have Skype. Skype, FaceTime, you can even Snapchat, I yeah. think would count as video call. Do you use Snapchat? I don't, because I have a Windows phone, um, it doesn't have Snapchat, it has like, um, some bootleg of a bootleg of Snapchat, but it only works in the United Kingdom, um, so my phone's not registered, obviously, to the United Kingdom, so no, long story short, I don't have Snapchat, what about you? I don't know, I'm like, I'm an old man, I don't like it. You're an old man, what about FaceTime, you FaceTime anybody? Nope. No. I'm, again, my phone can't do any of Parker, that. Parker's, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm in, I'm in my, my, basically my apartment all the time with my shirt off. All right, I don't like people video calling me. Hey, and I got my, my man, my man boob hanging out. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Just got, me and my got, sweet rack here. Yeah, got, got, you know, got a little nacho cheese right here on my chest here. All right, hold on a second. Just, just pull it out and read <laughs> that. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just dipping chip. Right there. <laughs> I'm not a big. I, again, my phone can't FaceTime and put the, put the chip in <laughs> the chest hair cheese. Um, you know what's funny is like when when I got an when when I got an iPhone for the brief time that I had an iPhone, I didn't know how to use it. Like when I first got it, my my six year old daughter at the time had to show me how to use the iPhone, which made me feel like a grandpa, like feel like an ancient man, like I should be living in a nursing home just. Riding out my days, watching the prices right, and going to bed at seven, watching Golden Girls and all that. And, and I mean, like, I, I'm older than you, but not, not. I'm not a grandpa. I'm not no, a geriatric. Uh, no, no, you're only what seven years older. Than yeah. Me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer to thirty than I am twenty, but again, that's still young. And I'm barely twenty. But video calling, you know, again, hit it right on the head. We have it, and, and it's a big part of society. This next thing, I wish they had. I wish it was a thing. Dehydrated pizza. Feeding a family with a pizza the size of a cookie, as seen during a brief shot inside the McFly home of 2015, is sadly still a ways off, but we do at least have stuffed crust. So it's not all that bad. The only reason I want dehydrated pizza is the only you, reason. You're a pizza addict. For well, I'm a pizza addict, yes. I would go on a pizza cleanse if that was a thing and it wouldn't kill me. Um, for two, I would think other companies would... like You could get like a pizza sampler pack. Like... My brain is just, like, exploding with these crazy ideas. You could have, like, a Hungry Howie's pizza here in Charleston, West Virginia, without a Hungry Howie's restaurant. You could just pop in that little little pizza and just put a little water on there. Fresh Hungry Howie's pizza. I know you've never tasted Hungry Howie's pizza, so you don't know the pain that I experienced by not getting we to will, eat Hungry we Howie's. We will get to eating Hungry Howie's one. That's my goal. If I do nothing else for you, if I show you nothing else <laughs> in life, I want to open you up to the experience 
of Hungry Howie's Pizza. And if you say you hate it, that'll probably be the end of our friendship. Just put it out there. Okay. If you hate it, just just lie and just smile and go puke in the bathroom afterwards. I don't care what you do. But or go doo doo somewhere. Yeah, or or be like jo- uh, be like Mr. Wolford and become the Brown Bomber Part Two. But um, Brown Bomber Two, baby Two. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm I'm stoked. Like I, I hope that technology comes around. Um, one, what's one invention that you, if you were an inventor, would you push for that you would like to see happen before you die? I'll tell you mine since I already know. I want robot eyes, and I don't mean like. Basically, what I mean is eyes that you can like blink and you zoom in, like just straight up spy stuff, like zooming in and like because I, you, no, I'm not even X-ray. Like, I mean that'd be cool for a little bit, but I mean you would see some stuff you wouldn't want to see, um, and and also you know, the zooming in thing to be honest would be cool because think about if you were cheating on a test. Yeah. And you're sitting across the room from a genius. You could just go wonk, 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 blink your eyes three times, and zoom right in, and there you have, you've just cheated on your test. What would yours be? I, you, caught, you, you caught me off guard with that one. I don't know. To be continued? Yeah, to be continued. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. We've got an intruder. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you can't get in. He's fighting with it. We've changed the locks. Not in my studio. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Welcome to uh, Triple M Sports Show, National ah, Edition. National Edition! It's my favorite. How are you? Um, okay, we just finished talking about the things that Back to the Future 2 got right. Um, Nothing. No, no, like the video calling and like all that stuff. I would say Star Trek got that right first. Well, we were going about Back to the Future because they Hi, everyone. The I'm Scotty from the Weekly Mobcast and the founder and CEO of the Mobcast Network. And it's... your. Native American pop culture spirit guide. And it's a big week for you. It is a big right? week. It's the anniversary for Happy birthday to us. Um, what would you what is one invention you wanna wanna see happen? Like one like I talked about how I want to have robot eyes. Jeff doesn't know, so we're gonna we're gonna come back to him. So why would you want robot eyes? I missed that, so we're gonna recap. <laughs> because like, I mean, you could like blink and zoom in and like take pictures with your eye. Right. And like you could say you academically, I'm just thinking of cheating on tests. <laughs> Really, honestly, is what I'm thinking about. Like, you could blink three times. Like, if say I'm sitting on one side of the room, surrounded by idiots, and I right. have to study for the test. Over on the other side, smart kids. Right. I could just blink three times and look over there, zoom in, take a picture of his test, and I'd pass. I got you. Uh, on Rick and Morty Sunday, there was a, a bit where uh, the photographers were cyborgs, mm-hmm. so they had no cameras. Their cameras were in their eyes, and they kept walking up to me and go, "I'm not staring at you. I'm just taking pictures." And so that's where I would think would be kind of creepy. So I yeah. kind of agree uh, with that. It would be creepy, but I'm going straightly. I would have Dean's list every semester, with no, with no, with you know, no trying. you know, if you study. Well, see, yeah, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes of studying. <laughs> I understand. And so if I have robots, cheerleading practice, cheerleading practice, whatever else I'm Keep doing. Keep the Kardashians. That's my problem. That's his problem. That's Fifi and Fufu. Um, but yeah, no, you you could. Is that, is that the new wrestling group? No, <laughs> Fufu's his dog, and Fifi is his nickname. That's what my, that's what my nieces and nephews call me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they they can't they can't say Jeffy, so they call me Uncle Fifi. Uncle Fifi. El Jefe. You should just be like El Jefe. That's Uncle El Jefe. Well, if they don't say well, it right, you smack them. Well, you know, I'm called I'm Fifi. Called, no. <laughs> I'm not a poodle. It's 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 cute. We here at the Mopcast Network do not advocate child violence. <laughs> but uh, what else is there? Because um, that was the fourth down. I would I would teleportation. 
Teleportation would right. get you going. Honestly, that's why I was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah you, I, I, you, I want to transport and tell you why. I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. Huge Buffalo Bills fan. And I'm not really near the Buffalo Bills. I would love to just be like, all right, game time. Beep. I'm there. That would be. You sure you wouldn't like. Wouldn't want to save the whales like Star Trek? No. No? No. F the whales. <laughs> F the whales in the A. So, yeah. No. I, and so, you're going teleportation. You're I, jumping I, on the bandwagon of teleportation. Because he knows his boss. No. <laughs> I hate, you're a sheep. You're a sheep, sir. I am in a suit today. I'm all, I'm all professional See, today. Don't let the suit. You you're you're bowing down to the suit right I'm now. A, I'm in I'm in a suit every weekend basically. No no basically let me let you know that there you know I don't sign your paychecks because there are none. <laughs> yeah there, there are none. So teleportation would be your yeah because honestly I hate traveling. See I love traveling traveling. I, traveling. I just want to like to get the, the journey is, to, is part of the adventure. I'm, I'm trying to bring it to to sports. What? Well, yeah. Or, or, or I wish they would invent that Tron game where they have the disc and throw it at each other. Mm-hmm. I would watch that all day long. That would be my jam. I'm telling you, I would watch um, Running Man. I, 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 Running Man. I'm, I'm no, I would make no qualms about it. I would watch Running Man. I would do it in a heartbeat. Running Man. Uh, what else was there? Um, uh, there was one with the island, the no, no Escape, I think. Oh, uh, the Stone Cold one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that show. <laughs> I'd feel bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I'm going to know that. I would feel bad for watching it, I think, um, but... I think I'd get past it. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Seven I'm state convicts on an island. I mean, yeah. I, it's. <laughs> I'm sorry if what's his face Charles Manson's on there and he gets his head chopped off. I'm. I have no pity for that man. I think Manson's TV. like an old man. He's pretty much like drooling in diapers. It's kind of so like what they did with the Hunger Games. I'm crazy. Well, yeah, you are crazy, Pop. I'll go make weird spider things. Okay, the Hunger Games. I would. I would have a lot more pity for. I would too because it's kids. It's you know? kids killing each other. Yeah. No, we don't want babies killing babies. No. But, like, I mean, I wouldn't watch The Hunger Games unless I was made to. Unless maybe it was interesting. I don't know. I can't speak for future me. If I'm living in some crazy dystopian world, maybe I might. I don't know. Um, I have said I'd watch Running Man, so it's really just a short step away from Hunger Games. Uh, but did, you, did you guys see Battle Royale? No. Uh, yes, the Japanese. The Japanese, that's like Hunger Games before Hunger Games was a thing. And it's good. It's good. It's, it's like good. school kids. It's about um, a future Japan where apparently the children revolted. Uh-huh. And they lost. Right, they lost, but they quelled it. And so what they do to teach the kids a lesson, they round up a random class and throw them out in the woods and have them kill each other until there's one. <laughs> have you seen Battle Royale too? Yeah, it's not nearly. I don't. Good. Yeah, it's, it's. But Battle Royale, Battle Royale is a classic. And I like the Hunger Games. I mean, Hunter too. I'm, I'm kind of stoked for the uh, the new one. The new one that's yeah, gonna come out. Gonna, I'll watch it. I just don't think Katniss is gonna win because you know it's all about propaganda and she's just on the losing side of the whole thing. Yeah. I feel bad. I just want to hug her a lot. Be like, oh, I'm sorry, Katniss. Does it help any that Jennifer Lawrence playing yeah, Katniss? Love it, love it, love it. Plus, like she's a Mystique and X Men. You know how I feel about the X Men. Yeah. Like, come here, Mystique, Katniss, or whoever you want to be. Whoever you want to be, you shape shifting, wonderful lady. You. <laughs> I love me some J Leg. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she's from Kentucky. J Law. We'll go with J Law. She's from J Law. That's what I'm dropping saying. that. Jennifer Lawrence, J Law. Let it be written. Let it shall be done. She's from Kentucky. Yeah, she's from Kentucky, Louisville. Louisville. Nice. We were just in Kentucky last week. Yeah. Did you want part of it? Huh? What in Louisville? No, we were in Pikeville. Another one of the great Vills from Kentucky. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I knew we was in Kentucky when I said, Welcome to Pike County. Home of the Hatfield and McCoys. I mean, it is. I mean, I like Kentucky because of Harlan County because I love me some Justified. Touche. So I just want to watch Raylan Gibbons just come in and shoot people all day. That's shit. See, I, I do watch that. That's my jam. I love I love me some Raylan. In yeah. fact, i got to run the lab tonight. I'm pretty much going to put Raylan on the projector. <laughs> And just get through the night. Get through the night while I'm working the lab, which I should be now, but of course I had to come pick things up here. So, 
studio. So. And you wanted to see us. Of course. I actually didn't know we were here. My, my first thought when I got out, opened the door and saw the door open, I was like, what? My door open. <laughs> Someone's broken and stolen all of our equipment. To build a time machine. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing it was good for. We have one good mic and just, uh, you know, flux capacitor over here. <laughs> and a Mr. Fusion. <laughs> Mr. Fusion. Um, but that's, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> I wish we had a Mr. Meeseeks. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here on the Triple Name Sports Show. You can follow us on the Twitter. I don't know why I said on the Twitter. But you can follow us on the Twitter where we do tweeting and, and things of that nature. <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> but you can follow us on there. Our name is Triple Name Sports Show. You can also follow myself on Twitter at PageantDad88. You can follow me on Twitter, on the Twitter, at LJFALOCO95. Are you we're, my grandpa on the Twitter? <laughs> on the Twitter. Um, you also do you, work... do, you t- do you tweet on the toilet? I do tend to tweet on the toilet sometimes. That's a lot of teas in that sentence. Right. Uh, but you can say also... That, say that sentence three times faster. We're featured on the Mopcast Network. They are featured on the Mopcast Network. Uh, how can they follow the Mopcast Network? They can Network? follow us on the Mopcast Network. They can actually now go to www.mopcast.com to, to find uh, this show and The Grill Out and the other great shows <laughs> on the Mopcast Network. You can also follow us at Twitter at Mopcast Network. We try to keep things pretty easy and pretty simple. And if you want to follow me, because I'm groovy, you can follow me at, at Scotty White. That's at S-C-O-T-T-Y-W-H-I-T-E. Scotty Light from Star Trek and the color white. And again, much like um, the other Triple Name Sports Show, this week's episode is brought to you from the Ruthlon Mustangs. Ruthlon Elementary, home of the Ruthlon Mustangs. Go uh, Mustangs! Where they're Yay! having... <laughs> <laughs> Where they're having their trick cars, I don't know. <laughs> no, they're the horse. Uh, where they're having their first annual trick or trot. It's a 5K run or walk, and it's taking place October 17th, 2015. Early registration ends on October 15th, 2015. Uh, pre-registration fee is twenty dollars for an adult, ten dollars for kids. Uh, groups of four or more, ten dollars per person. If you wait, um, registration fee for the day of the event. Can be done, but it's $25 per person. So go ahead and get because in there. Because they don't want the hassle. So to register early. Yeah, go ahead and register early. Um, the money, it's it's for good cause. It's uh, to raise money for a community walking track. They don't have a park out um, out that way. There's not a lot of public parks out in uh, Boone County or close to Boone County. Or pretty much West Virginia because we're pretty much nothing but coal mines and woods. Yeah, so this is a great cause. Um, a lot of hiking trails, but not enough safe walking paths. You so. can walk on this. Uh, and it's not a competitive thing either. It's You get a t-shirt if you do it. There's, um, you know, it's, we'll it's for all ages. I'm like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm, I'm gonna beat you. I wagered this one bag of candy. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely go out and support them. Um, it, it's a nice, it's a local school. It's, uh, it's not a very big school. I think there's only 200 and, and like 15 children that go there. So, um, definitely go out there and support support your local community. And with that, that's gonna do it for the first annual show of Triple Name Sports Show wow. National Edition. God, that's so hard to put out. You messed those words up. I feel like I had a seizure there. Yeah, it's, it's been a weird show. But uh, that's going to do it for us. You're a bunch of weird guys. <laughs>